Hello and welcome back to Get Lippy, the podcast that lifts the lid on all things beauty. As always, I'm Carly Allman, editor of beautycrew.com.au. I'm Sally Hunwick, beauty director on Murray Claire. And I'm Bettina Tyrrell, beauty editor on InStyle Australia. So guys, what do we have in store for you today? Well, Bettina is going to be telling us why we don't just need one hairbrush, we might need a bit of a a wardrobe, would you say? Possibly, but I just think we maybe need to reconsider the brushes that we're using. Right. Okay. So we'll get to that soon. I'm also going to be talking, because it's getting warmer now, you guys, I'm going to be talking about some quick fix fake tan tips. So can't wait for that. When you need to go out, but you haven't prepped, what do you do? And Sal is going to be taking us through the world of natural fragrances. Yes, a few clean fragrance brands to look out for. Lovely, Sal. But before you guys get into that, can I ask a question? Mm. And I mean this like with no offence because <laughs> oh, I, I really I don't want to offend anyone here. <laughs> but you're both looking back at me with very red faces. <laughs> Have you got rosacea? <laughs> what is it spreading? Is it contagious? Have I given it to you? What's happened? Uh, We've just no. been. Well, actually, I thought I, maybe I wouldn't come into the office this morning. But really, you almost called a sickie yeah, for a red face. For a red face. Well, because Carly and I. Last night. Well, well not, not together. You make not it together. sound like it's a couple. We did it together. <laughs> I did it four hours after Carly. We went and had, had a bit of a micro needle. Yes, yeah, a dermapen treatment at mm. a clear skin clinic. They've just opened up in North Sydney, a yeah. new, new clinic. And we took advantage, didn't so we? So what, yeah, what do you reckon? My face feels like it's on fire. Mm-hmm. So... The redness. Um, so we spoke about, I think we've briefly yeah, spoken we about microneedling before. So, yes, it creates some, like micro trauma to the face, and that micro trauma results in a bit of redness that looks like rosacea, Bettina. So, thanks for noticing. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but it will look like I've got a bit of a goggle mark going on. Yeah, you're like a ski yeah. holiday. Yeah, yeah my husband said, and you look like you've been skiing and you forgot your SPF. So, Bettina, does that satisfy your queries about our appearance today? It sure does. Okay, good. Now, can you please tell us about hairbrushes? Absolutely. You might only reach for a hairbrush when you discover a pesky knot in that back of your hair. But there are actually a few other good reasons why you should be brushing your hair. One, for hair health. Two, styling. Really helpful. Three, detangling. I think the more that we do the podcast, the more I realise how useless I am. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't moisturise all that much. And, and I now don't I'm brush my hair. And then, well, I do. I brush it before I, I shower. Maybe it's an aversion I picked up from growing up yeah, with curly you hair. Freeze. Yeah. Anyway, so Well, let me tell you why you should be please. brushing your hair because this may change your mind. So brushing is a good way to distribute the oils, those natural oils from your scalp down through your hair to the ends, resulting in shiny hair after brushing. This works particularly well with brushes using boar bristles, which I will get to in a minute after I tell you this crazy hair fact. Can I tell you a crazy yeah, hair yeah, fact? Yes, I, I want to know love a crazy, crazy hair, hair fact. fact. Did you know that we lose, on average, 100 hairs per day? Whoa. No wonder I'm always picking it up off the bathroom floor. hundred hairs. Carly's been quite – Carly's sitting quiet because she knows <laughs> Carly's like, that. yeah, yeah. She's she like, told yeah. me this fact. She's like, oh, my God. And she was so excited. I was like, oh, Bettina, I'm sorry, but I knew this already. <laughs> That's just a lot of hair it's to a be lot of hair. And here, can I hit you back with another fun fact? Yeah, come on. So – Apparently during pregnancy, so you know that the hair growth cycle, there's like a few different phases. When you're pregnant because of the hormones, the hair growth cycle stops. Uh, yeah, yeah. It stops falling cha- out. Well, yeah, so yeah. it stops falling out. And that's why when you're pregnant, your hair gets so full and thick and luscious. And then when you give birth, it starts again and then you lose all of that hair that you've accumulated. So when you lose your hair post-birth, you're not losing more hair than usual. You're just losing all that hair that's built up that should have been lost. It's not pretty. Anyway, we digress. We do digress. Today I just really wanted to talk through a few brushes that I think are really 
important to have or like important on the market. And maybe you can decipher yourselves at home, like if that sounds like that's one that you want to use and if you might get benefit out of it. I want to start with the brush that I use every single day without fail. It is my holy grail brush. It's the classic Denman styling brush. So this is the one, it's kind of, it's black. It's got a red, kind of a red head, Mm -hmm. pinky red head, and it's got nylon bristles. This one is a really great all-rounder for long, short, straight, wavy hair. And the nylon bristles are really good for getting through thick hair. Is it like a paddle brush? or Kind of. So like not like the big square paddle brushes, yeah. but it's kind of it's long, like long and rectangle. Right. And it's got seven rows. Very specific. Oh, seven seven rows. You counted them. Did you count them last night? <laughs> no. You just know your it's brush so well. It's actually in the product yeah. name. <laughs> it's in the product name. Well, we can put the links in the show notes I will. for you guys. I will. So, so this is, like I said, my ultimate brush. I use it for everything every day. I use it for when I'm like pulling my hair back into a ponytail. You use a brush to pull your hair back into a ponytail. Yes. I use a brush for everything. Don't you? <sighs> I smooth it back and pull it up into a ponytail with a brush. Otherwise, everything gets caught up and stuck and my pony looks shorter than it should be. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So maybe and it boosts shine, I think. Yeah, it does boost shine. So I use that for my ponytail. I use it uh, brushing my hair before bed. I use it to grip and pull my hair smooth when I'm blow drying it. I don't use a curl around brush, which is what you're supposed to be using mm-hmm. for blow drying. I actually just use it's this. It's tricky. I th- the brown yeah. brushes are very tricky, but this styling brush just just really grips the hair and helps to smooth. And when I had a fringe, I used it to style my fringe with the blow dryer and I travel with it. It's just, I, to me, it's the all-rounder brush. It's like it ticks brush. a lot of boxes. Yes. Okay, nice. And Sally, I know that you've got a holy grail brush. I do. I love the Mason Pearson hairbrush. I have had several in my life. Actually, the first one that I was ever given, I was probably about six or seven. My mum gave it to me for Aww, a present. And sweet. I've got so two cute. other sisters and they both got one too. And my mum engraved our names on it. And oh, I think really I still lovely. got it somewhere. It's like the bristles and are worn down to stubs now. So I've I've moved <laughs> on. And, but I just think it's, it really boosts shine. It can, it can get you that really almost glamorous a glossy, glossy look. You know, it's not it's not the beachy look. It's definitely that that gives you that added shine, and I think it's a winner. So this brush is kind of like a, a like a slightly rounded oval, oval brush yeah. with like a cushion base, mm-hmm. and it's got it's the boar bristles. bristles. And boar bristles, these cushion brushes. The good thing about them being so cushiony is that they conform to your scalp and they help to exfoliate and stimulate circulation and promote hair growth. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So all this time I've been using it like that. Mm. Yeah. That's why you got a good yeah. head of hair. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. But those Mason Pearson brushes, they're beautiful, but they are quite expensive. They're an investment. For mm. a reason, though. They last a very long time. They're predominantly handmade, I think mm-hmm. that's correct. Yep. And so they are really, really beautiful. But there are some other oval cushion brushes out there. Lady Jane have boar bristle cushion brush options that start just under $20 and they've got a whole different range as well if you want to get into that kind of hairbrush there's another cute brand called rock and ruddle oh yeah super cute they're and they're cute. small and you can put them into handbag and they're, they're not too pricey i don't think if you have wavy or curlier hair so a little bit more like our friend carly over <laughs> here or you also want to style out your curls into those gorgeous lived in waves i would say pick up a wide tooth comb that's what I use. Wide tooth comb is my bread and butter. That's the one brush I use. Okay. So do you use it in a sho- in the shower? Um, yep. So I use it to detangle wet hair mm-hmm. after I've washed because it puts less tension on your hair because you know that when your yeah, hair is... Because snap. Yeah. So when your hair is wet, it's the most prone to breakage because it can stretch out and, um, you know, snap from your your head. So wide tooth comb, because my hair is curly, can get knotty. I find that it's not as, it doesn't create as much tension in my hair. Yeah. I also use that before I wash my hair. I 
brush out the knots when it's dry. When it's dry. Oh, that's a good. Is tip. it good? Is it bad? Don't know. Lastly, probably the trickiest brush of the pack is the round or is often called the radial brush. Mm. These are the ones that your hairdresser puts through your hair to blow dry it to give you that big, beautiful bounce. I look, I've tried with them. Poor, I, I can't. I, they're very hard. I, I give them a hot, good hot go, but I find them quite tricky. Sally, you good oh, at them? No, I'm not. I think, oh my God, we found the one thing. <laughs> what well, hairstylists are so good at it. And I think they've got the extra length. Like mm. we don't, we've only got an arm's length away from our head. Mm. And I think you really, um, I, I swear, mine just get tangled up and it's just disaster. It's frustrating. They are yeah. tricky. And there are so many options out there. Like there are very, like a lot of different barrel sizes. Mm-hmm. A rule of thumb, is for short for shorter hair, a smaller barrel will give you waves and curls and can straighten and, and really straighten and pull out the hair when you're blow drying. Also good for fringes and styling, little micro fringes if you've got little short bangs or something like that. Medium barrel will give you that kind of, if you know how to work it, will give you that Kate Middleton blowout, like kind of bouncy curls at the end. And the larger the barrel, so those big barrel ones are for heaps of volume at the roots. If these brushes are something that you're interested in, Moroccan Oil have a great collection of ceramic options. Or for boar bristle options, the brand Evo have many, many options. Well, thanks, Bettina. We'll put all those products in the the show notes for you guys. But next, I'm going to help you through fake tanning when you've got an event in like two hours. Guys, tell me if you have been in the situation because I know I have been many times but you've got an event, something that your legs are going to be out and you're just like, oh, bugger, I have not fake tanned and you didn't leave enough time to do it. All the time. 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 Sometimes it's really gross and I go with fake tan on my legs. Like the base, <laughs> the guide colour? Like actual fake tan mousse on my legs. And then I just smell. That is controversial. <laughs> no, it is I controversial. Know. I haven't done it for a while. It was like, it's a smell. Yeah, <laughs> it's me. Well, don't do as Bettina does no. because I've got some better tips for you. I'm sorry, Bettina. Give me some tips. I need them. All right. So my quick fix fake tan tip, guys, that was a tongue twister that I've been trying to nail all day. Quick tip. tip. Wait, tan what? Tip. Quick, quick fix, fix fake tan tip. Quick fix take tan. No. An instant wash off. It seems obvious, but an instant wash off tan is, this is where you're going to shine. But- You have to know that regardless of the fake tan formula that you're using, whether it's an instant, a gradual, um, a mousse that needs to settle for two to three hours (laughs) before you go out, out, you need to prep. Before any tan, you need to prep Mm -hmm. because you need your skin to be a smooth and even canvas for the colour. So what I would recommend is exfoliation, shaving if you need to, and moisturization. Now, the thing is that you need to make sure that you're leaving enough time between all these things and applying the tan so that you don't get a dodgy result. So I don't know, you guys would know this, but you've written a million fake tan stories, that if you tan immediately after a shower, the pores in your body are open. So the tan is going to settle into those pores and that's when you get those weird brown dots. Right. Mm. So if you're exfoliating and shaving in the shower, make sure that you leave enough time for your skin to cool down so that the pores close. Mm-hmm. If you're moisturising, make sure you leave enough time for the moisturiser to actually absorb into your skin because if it's still kind of wet or tacky on your skin, the colour's not going to adhere as well. So those are just my little quick prep tips. Now, instant wash-off tans. I have a favourite. I've been using it for years. It's the Saint-Tropez Instant Tan. 
It's just a lotion. It's, it's a, a brown lotion. It's a great color as well. It's a great color. It actually comes in two shades. There's mm-hmm. a light to medium and a medium to dark. I use the medium to dark. You can build the colors really easily. Um, it's just a, it's a lotion that you just apply like you would a moisturizer and it's got that instant color. Now, the good thing about it is it's transfer resistant, so I find it does not rub off on my clothes. Important, especially when you're wearing summer clothes like exactly. white or whatever. Exactly. So it doesn't um, transfer. And the other thing is is that... If you're in a situation where there's moisture, let's say it's raining, someone spilt a drink on you, God forbid, it's not going to run. smear or oh, run. Yes. You can only get it off with warm water and soap. A lot of the instant tan formulas actually you can only get off with warm water and soap. So that's one I like to use. And lately I've been doing this really fun trick where I pair it up with um, – have you guys seen Sally Hansen Airbrush Legs? They've got a new product, the Illuminator. Mm. That is such the, – the original is such a good product. It's been around for a long time. Forever and, it's, and it's ever. A, it's a runway – model runway leg secret. Yes. It's yeah. like flawless instant legs. legs. It does. It's, yeah. That, that's the perfect dis- yeah. description. It's Barbie legs. It's like yeah. airbrush. It is airbrushed. airbrushed. Yeah. It is airbrushed. So they've got a illuminator and it's like this roll-on. And so I put on my instant tan and then I roll on this illuminator and like kind of massage it in and it just gives this really beautiful glow to the skin. It's not shimmery. It's not sparkly. It's just that radiance that, you know, when you see like a... Do you put it all over or just down your shins? Where do you... Well... Thank you for asking, oh. Sal. I tried down my shins because you know that thing of like, yeah. you know, elongating the legs. Yeah. But then I just kind of went nuts with it and just put it everywhere. <laughs> and I know that as soon and as now the- crystal Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You got it, Sal. So I know that as the weather gets warmer and warmer and shoulders come out a bit more, I can see that I'll start using it kind of um, on my my chest and on my arms because it just, like I said, it's a nice natural glow. It's just like you've come back from a holiday. It's, you know, especially if you've used an instant tan that's got a very matte finish because some of them do have a very matte matte finish. So it gives a nice natural glow to the body. Now, a few other instant tans that wash off with soap and water that I like. There's the Isle of Paradise Disco Tan Instant Wash Off Body Bronzer. Indota has a really nice um, coconut oil and shea butter instant tanner. And then there's one that's been around forever and I used it back in my uni days and it's still around and it's amazing is the Sports Girl Body Glow. I remember my girlfriends and I back when we were like young teens going out. Well, not young teens, but, you know, in the (laughs) town. We used to literally pass that around the room before going out. I know, I just coding ourselves in in it. it. There's a reason it's stuck around for ages. It's amazing. The other option for an instant tan that's not an instant tan is body makeup. So think foundation, but for your limbs. And these are becoming more and more popular. Mm -hmm. Sal, you spoke about the Sally Hansen airbrush legs before. Yes. And that's kind of like body makeup because it works really well to cover pigmentation, bruises, if you've got some veins. Veins. Um, Freckles. Yeah, exactly. So body makeup is kind of that one step up in terms of coverage, but it can be a bit trickier to apply. So you probably... It's not like you're heading out the door in 10 minutes and you're going to apply your body makeup. You need some time. So there's the Sally Hansen one. MAC and Dior both have a face and body makeup. And then, of course. That MAC one has been around for so long. Forever. And just used on so many models' legs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's like, it's it's cult. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Kim Kardashian. She's released her body makeup that yeah. she's put, you know, pictures up of how that's covered her psoriasis and things like that. That looks so, amazing. Yeah. And like mm. covering birthmarks and things like that. Like, yeah. So if, you, if you're looking for something that's like a tan and more coverage, those are good options. And then another option, which is for people who don't feel like going the whole hog with fake tanning, because some people don't. It's, it can be very daunting to do 
a proper fake tan with something that develops over a few hours. And if you're not experienced with that, it can seem daunting. So sometimes an instant tan is a good entry level. And another good entry level is a gradual tan. And I know Bondi Sands do a really good one. It's called the Gradual Tanning Milk. I've always loved the the Jergens Natural Glow. Oh, I, I love second that, one. that. Isn't oh. good. I, I, three I, for I three, love that yeah. too, but I also love the Palmers. Palmers have a great that. one I was too. Say that. And my other favourite is Saint Tropez Gradual Tan. But I feel with the Saint Tropez Gradual Tan, you can use it once. And oh, you're and gradually you're, tanned. You're gradually tanned. <laughs> one use and you're done. Yeah. I just got it's got great colour payoff. And if you're into like an if you're into natural beauty, there's some really nice natural options out there as well, like natural formulas with like Luna Bronze, which mm-hmm. you can get from Mecca or also just from their website. That's got really beautiful natural ingredients and no nasties and Cora really has another that. one, which is oh, another organic yeah, one. They do. Yeah. yeah, and in Dota's got their natural yeah. options. Isle of Paradise is another natural one. So there's plenty of options and we'll put the, as always, we'll put the links in the show notes for you guys. But those are my quick fix fake tan tips for you. Thanks, Carly. I'm going to be running yeah. into the warmer season with that. I think I'm going to tan up tonight. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, Sal, next you're telling us about clean fragrances. Okay, so I thought I would talk about natural or clean fragrances. You girls, we all love fragrance. I know that we've probably all got a stash at home, oh, a stash on a our desk, stash. a stash in the beauty cupboard of all our favorites, but there are a lot of people out there who can't wear fragrances. Maybe they're allergic to alcohol or they've got sensitive skin or they can't put, you know, the scent directly on their skin. And of course, there are people out there who just want to cut back on the amount of chemicals that they're putting on their skin. So that means no parabens, no sulfates, no BHAs, no, just no synthetic ingredients in there. Just cutting back on the chemical count, I guess. So I thought that I would highlight some of my favorite clean fragrance brands. And we're not talking about hippy-dippy, you know, roll-on essential oils from the health food store. These are fragrances that you'll be super happy and proud of to have on your on your beauty counter, on your office desk. In your, they're quite where, luxe. Yeah, they're luxe. They're really beautiful. And they stand up to all the other fragrances out there on the market. So the first one that I thought I'd talk about is clean fragrance brand Recreation Bondi Beach. It's been created here in Australia by actually an ex-colleague of mine, Nadal Stelio. She has been a beauty editor and she was the editor on Clio, so she knows her beauty stuff. And she's come up with a clean line of fragrances and oils, which promise to have no chemicals. That means no parabens, no mineral oils, no petroleum, sulfates, siloxins, DHAs, BHAs, you name it. None of them are in there. Um, so my favorite is called Call Me Venus, which is a rose scent, but it's actually a really clean, light like rose scent. Rose? Yeah, it's been it's been blended with neroli and geranium, so it's oh, super light, delicious, it's very feminine. And every time I wear it, people say, "What are you wearing? Who smells like that? that? That smells really good." So you cannot tell that it's a clean brand. You cannot tell any different from. And I th- you know I th- the other feminine fragrances out there. And I think that's the thing that you were saying before is that these days. You don't, if you want to go cleaner with your beauty routine, in a lot of ways, you don't have to compromise no. on, on the end result, which exactly. is, which is, it's a really exciting time for beauty, isn't it? It's super exciting. And I think there will be a lot more clean fragrances I agree. coming out. I think people are getting, as we say, much more interested in mm. and knowledgeable about the ingredients that are putting, they're putting on their mm. skin. And they're, I think fragrance is the next frontier. Mm. So another brand out there is Mecca brand Ellis Brooklyn. And she is another New York based beauty editor. She's currently still a beauty editor and she has created her clean fragrance brand and it's her cult product is called myth and this is a a super feminine musk scent it's been 
blended with uh, jasmine. So it gives it really feminine. It's super cold. Everybody loves it. And she's recently brought out a non-alcohol version, which is really clever because some people are averse to the alcohol. Like they don't want the alcohol on their skin. It can be super drying. And people have trouble with it. If you suffer eczema and things like that, it can it can flare it up. Yeah. I really love her fragrances. She's got a really great story that she – because all of her fragrances are, are quite are clean. clean. Yes. Um, and she had a really great story that – I mean, she's the – like you said, a beauty editor. She writes for the New York Times. Mm-hmm. And she was like pr- – she was pregnant and smelling all these different fragrances and putting all these things on her body. And she's like, oh, oh. this is just too much, too yeah. many chemicals, too yeah. much. And it was making her feel ill. And so then she was like, well, this is what the industry is missing. I love her fragrances. I'm a I huge love her, fan. Yeah. Her fragrances, and again, they stand up to anything out there on the market. So her cult perfume myth has recently launched in an alcohol-free version where the fragrance oil is suspended into little bubbles inside a hyaluronic acid serum. So you spray it onto your skin and then you just sort of rub it in. And it's not only, only hydrating for the skin. You get that beautiful envelope of scent really close to your skin. You can really rub it into your pulse points. It's super Very beautiful. Clever. That's particularly Very good clever. if you're like me and you just like spritz straight onto your chest and then do what everyone tells you not to because it goes, yeah, straight onto your chest and like you said, yeah. just massage it in. Yeah, just hydration. massage it in. And that brings me to um, Officine Universal Bully, which we like to call just Bully because no one can say <laughs> the actual we're name. Very good, we're not very good at pronouncing things in other My languages. My French is just <laughs> woeful. This is a traditional brand which has been brought into the modern day and it has water-based perfumes which are designed to be worn on the skin. So, again, you spray it onto the skin, you rub it into your pulse points and the founder says it's designed so that people come close rather than your perfume entering the room before you do. (laughs) So this one's really close and you smell beautiful. I love the tuberose one. Oh, that is Oh, it's so good. It's so feminine, so floral and you can – you put it in your skin, you can put it in your hair. It's not going to dry you out, dry out your skin or your hair because it's, it's, it's water-based. water-based. So hey, very clever. Their bottles are some of the most beautiful things so I've beautiful. seen. The artwork on them are incredible. Go and check them out. Go and check them out. They, they, I think they're from the 18th, is it 18th century or 17th? Something like that. It's, and they, the design has been brought forward and it just they're just so beautiful, like treasures from yesteryear. So definitely get into those. Having said all that, you don't have to – ditch your favorite perfume. You don't have to get rid of your fragrance. There are some ways to apply your fragrance onto your body without actually touching your skin. It can be a bit of a, like, you have to contort yourself maybe a little bit. (laughs) One tip that we often talk about is spritzing into the air and then sort of walking through the fragrance. So it just sort of settles gently onto your clothes, do these clothes, so that mostly it um, settles onto your clothes, or you can spray it onto your actual clothes. I was talking to one of the head guys at La Labo the other day, and he says he sprays it all over his clothes. He's a big clothes person. He puts it onto his coat, puts it onto everything. So that's Actually, one good tip, not to put it onto your skin. Speaking of putting onto your clothes, a really clever thing a makeup artist did for me the other day Um she was laying some tissue down on my collar to avoid getting makeup on it, but what she did was she spritzed the tissue with some perfume and then lay that on my clothes so it wasn't as, I guess, a hardcore spritz on my yeah. clothes. It just left – and then afterwards when she removed the tissue, it just kind of left that like gentle scent on Such there. A so idea. that was a that was a clever idea, I thought. And one other tip was 
Diptyque have just brought out a range of brooches. You can there's a little brooch that they have, and it has That's the so scent clever, isn't it? inside the brooch, yeah. which is so pretty. And you know, so you're actually wearing your perfume. Not it's not on your skin. You're wearing your perfume. And the other thing that they brought out is a little scent bracelet. So it's like oh. a, a rope of that's been dipped in in the scent. So you can wear it around your wrist, and it lasts a few days. So another mm. tip if you don't want to put scent on your skin. Well, thank you so much, Sal. And we'll put all those um, those product names for you in the show notes if you want to get a bit more into clean fragrances. I think that brings us to the end of today. Thank you so much, Sal and Bettina. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Carly. <laughs> you're, you're so welcome. <laughs> guys, let us know you're listening. Make sure you rate, review and subscribe. subscribe so you don't miss anything from us. We're so wise. Also, let us know that you're listening. <laughs> put up some screenshots on Instagram. Tag us. Tell your friends. Visit, visit us on Facebook. Facebook, the Get Lippy podcast group. Just Ask us your questions. We love questions. We love questions. And so let us know what you want to know and we'll we'll try our best to deliver. Anyway, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, while I've got you, I just wanted to let you know about another podcast you might like. It's from the team at Marie Claire and it's called Finding Fearless. Every fortnight, the Marie Claire team sit down with some of the world's most fearless women from Drew Barrymore to Jacinta Franklin. If you want to hear some kick-ass women talk about overcoming their fears, search Finding Fearless in your podcast app now.